Thank you so much for listening to the Bruce Cooper podcast. My name is Bruce or Bryce. Uh, Bryce is my real name. Uh, this week I will be interviewing uh, Red Green Jr. Uh, his real name is David Dave Smith. Um, his dad is Red Green from the popular Canadian TV show, The Red Green Show. Um, it also aired here in the United States. Um, it was a huge show for me growing up, so I'm extremely excited to get to interview him. Uh, make sure you give him a follow on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Red Green Jr., where he airs uh, the show every Sunday. Uh, it's a great time over there. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoy this one. If you have any feedback for me, please, please, please leave it in the comments on YouTube. Uh, you can also email me, hi at brucecooper.tv. Uh, I'm really enjoying this format of just interviewing my friends and, and seeing what their, life, uh, their lives are like. So hopefully you're enjoying it as well. Uh, let's get right into it. Thanks again for being here. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Boom. All right, it's recording. Nice. Awesome. Well, okay, cool. So uh, you can we kind of call you? Is it can I call you Dave? Yeah, Dave's Dave's the best. Okay, cool. Dave. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know my if you my, remember. Yeah. Yeah. My real yeah. name is Bryce. I don't know if you know that. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, my real name is Bryce. My my real name is Bryce Hooper, but all, no, gr- it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but I go by Bruce Cooper as kind of like a play on play on words. It's slowly like leaking out that that's my that that's my real name. I know it's always like weird. People out. Yeah, my real name isn't Bruce. It's never been Bruce. <laughs> so my, was Bruce Cooper like a nickname, or how did you? What happened? Yeah. Why, why aren't you Bryce Hooper? Well, I'll tell you. Um, okay. I. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to be interviewing me. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Just, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I when I started streaming on Twitch, I'd heard all these stories of like people getting their houses broken into and like, oh. you know, and and I remember being like, I have a really unique name. They're probably gonna find me and. Uh. Oh, and um, yeah. I had a couple of situations. I was a uh, I, I shot. I was like a wedding photographer for for ten years or so. Really? And yeah, and um, I went under that, and that had my personal information out there because that's how people mm. got a hold of me if they wanted to work with me. Right. And uh, I worked for a couple. I worked for like a firm that had all of their information, and I didn't want like I didn't want to put that out there. So. It was just easy. And Bryce Hooper hmm. is kind of, it's kind of hard to, so Bruce Cooper just was easier to, to, I don't know, man. It was just an hmm. easier play just, on. And so you, and you just thought of it as that will be the alter, that'll be the Twitch alter ego to keep the crazies out of my backyard, basically. I, well, one time me and Edith were in San Francisco and mm-hmm. I had this like, kind of cool. and then her name is not ethel like what's her, everyone's got a pseudonym right her, her real name is edith but yeah her, okay all of her friends growing up would pick on her and call her ethel because it's like an old-timey name and oh i see yeah so that's kind of been her nickname but we were in california once and i had this like kind of 
I had my t-shirt on. I had a, this I had this button-up shirt on, but it was unbuttoned a little bit. And Edith said, Oh, hey now. Ca- California Bruce Cooper over there. And it just kind of stuck. Uh, that was kind of like her nickname for me. So I see. Yeah. I like it. That's cool, man. Yeah. So you had that's a Thank good you. strategy. When I joined, I should have thought of that. When I like my Steam name is my David Taylor Smith. Yeah, I even have my middle name on there. I might as well have my my social insurance number on there yeah, too. You're like, you I, know what I mean? My, the, so, the numbers at the end are my are my coordinates, my Latin long. Yeah, exactly. So everyone I friended is like, dude, are you serious? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? I, it's, it's also my bank password. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. What's the big deal? Yeah, that's funny. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was like strategic and then... You know, I try telling your friends like, "Oh, watch me on Twitch under this like fake name," and <laughs> they never know what to call me. And like it, what? Yeah. yeah, what are you doing, mm. man? Mm. But yeah, it's you know. So you like if for those mm. of, for the people listening who don't know, now the Red Green Show was mm. a huge deal in my family. Okay, I mean, it was like we watched it on PBS very regularly. In fact, mm. I was over at my parents' house today and my dad and I was talking to my dad about this and I was like, you know, I'm going to go on the, I'm going to do this podcast with the, with Red Green, uh, with his son. And he said, well, you should tell him that, that Red, Red had duct tape and I, and my dad's the whole thing is Shugu. My dad uses <clears throat> Shugu on everything, you know, Shugu, like the, Shugu, yeah. uses it on everything. I have, I think nice. he's even used it on his, like his glasses before <laughs> he uses it on, ev- on everything. So I mean, it's like a huge deal. So for those listening, uh, who, who didn't know, uh, red green junior is red green son. And yeah. And so, I mean, I've always been kind of starstruck, not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Come on. Does it ever, uh, does it, is it, is it, does it ever make you roll your eyes? Like people go, Oh, you know, you're like, do you, I I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, how else to ask it. So I'm just going to say it. Like, do you ever feel like, like you're not going to like, you're just red green sun. Like you're how, how, how would I ever like outdo that? You know, like, sure. Especially because you're straight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's sort of when, you know, usually when I meet people, I mean, obviously through the stream, it's different because I've chosen the handle Red Green Junior and the kind of thrust of the channel is is episodes, although I'm starting to play more games now, too. I'm starting to just enjoy streaming. So I'm kind of branching out a little bit. But, you know, the the backbone of the the channel is um, that connection. And so everyone who comes there kind of has a sense of who I am. But in real life. When people meet me, I don't look anything like my dad, and uh, I, I don't mention it in the first thirty seconds often. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, and so usually there's this period of time where people get to know me. I'm just Dave, right? And then at some point they find out, and then it's it's one of three things: either they've never heard of the show, which is delicious for me because it's it's awkward for them and they're sort of like someone goes oh it'd be like like if you and i were sitting beside each other and there was a third guy at the table and you'd be like hey did you know dave's dad is red green yeah they're like they're like who and you're like you know the red green (laughs) show and they're like no i never heard of that and then you're trying to like defend it as if it's a big deal and they should know and and then i just i'm like oh my gosh i don't care if you've heard of it or not right Uh, so either they've never heard of it which is kind of awkwardly fun and then there's 
they've heard of it and they love it um which can be interesting as well right and then and then there's yeah like oh yeah i think i remember that kind of whatever right and right. Uh, and then that, and then that one's the easiest socially for me just because it just kind of comes and goes yeah right. um yeah but but definitely usually when people find out and they've heard about the show it becomes the most important thing about me for a while right and then and, and then i don't after, mean to do that i don't i no, really no, don't I, mean to do that no, I, I totally, you know, I've had, you know, a long time with it to get used to it. And I know people don't mean, but I mean, I, I can't get upset with anyone for doing that because I would do the same thing. If you were like, hey, you know, my dad's my Tom uncle, Hanks. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> like, OK, that's the most important thing about you for a while. Right. And it, it doesn't mean I wouldn't care about other things about you and yeah. still kind of be your friend. But that would be that's a big thing. Right. You know, so I, I, uh, I get it. But, and I would uh, imagine but, in Canada, like it was, it was on like network television and stuff in Canada. Like it was, it was, it wasn't like it was yeah. in the States, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was on. So it, the, the show started on a local um, Hamilton TV station. Okay. So Hamilton is a, is a, is a, a city about 45 minutes or so from Toronto. Okay. And it's kind of like it's kind of got little little bit of little brother syndrome to the big city of toronto hamilton is like a steel town kind of blue collar kind of city yeah okay. i think i guess maybe pittsburgh i don't know i don't know yeah. american equivalents very well but um and it, it was a it was a local show for actually for two seasons and then it got canceled after its second season and uh so my we shopped around and my dad sold it and we went and filmed in london ontario two hours away and it wasn't until season seven we did 15 seasons it wasn't until season seven that it got on cbc which is sort of the big um coast to coast broadcaster here in canada it's kind of it's kind of the big deal in terms of canadian networks what would it be what would it be equivalent to you think in the states um like a fox I, I, you guys, or something you guys you guys have like, I, you know i don't even really understand anymore with all the special like hbo probably does better than but yeah, back when yeah. i was a kid it would be like nbc Got abc okay. right yeah, and yeah. like the, the kind of big network broadcasters right we had the we had the one uh cbc wow yeah. okay cool yeah and yeah, how old so were you would, when this was happening so the show began in 1990, 91, Ooh. and I was born in 1978. So I'd be 11, 12, something like that when okay. it started. And then I think 1997, the seventh season is when it went to CBC. So I would have been 18, 19, something like that. Now, what is so like for me, my dad was a lumber work. My dad worked in a in a my dad did lumber work and my mom worked right. in elementary schools. So, so like, he actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> well, like if my dad came home and was like, I'm going to be on TV, I would probably <laughs> freak out. Like, I, you know, like what what did that yeah. did it change? Any, did you have to move? Like, what was the. Yeah. No, I mean, so like my parents they actually started they were teachers initially way before i was born right okay and then and then they started they were always very musical though my dad loves my mom is sings well and is musical my dad is very creative he likes to write songs and all that kind of stuff oh, so cool. they they started playing in a band on weekends it, and oh, then rad. and then they started making more money on the weekends playing in this band and they did being teachers during the week so they both quit their job as teachers 
and started doing like they were in like a rock band called Jason wow. doing ca- kind of rock and roll cover songs. They did that for 10, 11, the first 10, 11 years of their marriage before they had kids. Un- man, that's crazy. That's yeah. amazing. So eventually the band uh, split up and my parents for a little while, one of the bandmates stuck around and it was a trio for a while. And then he left and it was just the, just my parents. And they became kind of a musical kind of comedy duo because my dad is just sort of naturally funny and anything that would happen on stage, he would just start talking and making jokes and stuff. And so yeah. it's kind of a comedy combination kind of thing and then they performed in hamilton one night and an and a executive from chch that small hamilton tv station saw them and thought hey this would work on television so that became a show called smith and smith i, I remember so, you, i've heard i've heard of that yeah so that was the two of them for probably like late 70s into the early 80s i've heard, and then of, actually, I've heard of that from your stream you've talked about okay. smith and smith and then there was another show after that but i won't i won't go yeah keep going right, this is this is crazy yeah so they they did synthesis which was kind of a there was music on it but it was it was like um like a sketch comedy show so it would be like in living color like that kind of stuff but okay. not not nearly as edgy sort of a canadian pg version I <laughs> yeah guess. yeah okay uh, but, but that idea and one of the one of the characters on the show was this red green character and so that's that's where the character was born. It was just one recurring. You know, think of like Fire Marshal Bill or something okay. for uh, for Jim Carrey. Right? Yeah. So it's just one character that my dad did. And then when I was six, so that'd be 1984, 1985. Um, we did a show as a family, all four of us called me and Max for one season on CHCH. So my brother's name is Max. Okay. So I was the me. And uh, and we did that for a season. And then my parents did a show called Smith and Smith's Comedy Mill, which just, which just then became Comedy Mill. And it was basically the same as Smith and Smith, except it was the two of them plus three other performers also. And then then in 1989, 1990, my brother was I think started high school about then. And my mom was just like, I need to be home when the boys are in high school. So uh, I'm I'm done. Yeah. So why don't you do a show yourself kind of thing. Right. So my dad looked at all the characters that he had done over the years. You know, he, Red was on Smith and Smith. He was our uncle Red uh, on me and Max. And he was a character on Comedy Mill as well. And that was the character he liked the best. So he basically him and Rick Green, who he kind of co-created the show with, who Rick also had written for Smith and Smith and Comedy Mill and so on, um, kind of built, built a show around this character. And the rest is kind of history it sounds like yeah and then the, then 15 seasons 300 episodes later yeah, wow that's and that was i mean the show ended 2005 and my dad literally tomorrow night my dad is doing his last show of his final one-man tour he, he does a live tour uh where he's the character and it's him doing stand-up as red green for an hour and a half and uh tomorrow night's the last show so wow it's lasted even uh, beyond the uh, 2005 end of the, of the of the show as well, so it's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine he's still gonna be busy doing something, right? Like, or is he yeah, just gonna? I mean, go fishing. You know, he he's so funny. He has this real uh, love hate thing with the spotlight. You know what? I, I think I might have it too. I don't no. have his talent, but I have the. Well, you're, I like you're super funny, Dave. Don't, well, that's don't, that's. 
that's kind of you but don't don't, but, don't cut yourself short okay 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 i won't i won't talk about that anymore but i i do think i have like for when i go to stream i'm anxious about it like there are some nights i could stream and i don't because i'm too nervous to even press the start streaming button hey man but once i but once i do i love it when i'm doing it now i don't always love it sometimes things happen and i all of a sudden panic and don't love it but most of the time it's invigorating and energizing and i can't get enough of it and but i starting it can be tough and i think my dad's got some some similarity there he he loves the performance and he hates the having having to perform both and so when the show ended in 2005 he was so relieved i don't have to write all these episodes anymore i don't have the pressure of delivering creatively i don't have to stand up in front of a live audience and you know hear them groan when i'm trying to be funny like <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. I, that's done the pressure's yeah. off he got rid of the the outfit he threw out the shirt he threw it no the hat. He's way like, he's like i'm never being red i'm gonna shave my beard no one will recognize me i'm never gonna be red green again wow and with within th- four months uh he was on stage doing singing with my mom and another guy that he had organized like a vocal performances in this like band basically there he is back up on stage and within a year and a half he's looking for the shirt again and trying to buy another one yeah. and found a hat and you know and here we are 14 years after that and he's still doing it so i would be there is no way yeah, that he's, my, my dad's creativity switch is getting flipped off. I think he's feeling burnt out right now. Yeah. He may never tour again. He may never do he may never go to the extent that he's gone. Um, but he'll be doing something. He'll in two weeks he's gonna think of a joke that's really funny that he didn't tell and not have anyone to say it to except my mom who won't think it's funny and then he'll start writing a book i mean that's just what he does dude so, get him to get him to freaking do a podcast or stream yeah. or something i don't know like yeah he, he doesn't want to stream like when when we started this channel my dream was he would do it and i would produce it because i'm like people want to see him yeah, you know well, he's yeah. he's the he's the guy but he the live interaction he it's he's not a huge fan of it and right. and you know he, and just as being an older guy like re, him trying to read chat you know as yeah. it flies by like good friggin luck yeah yeah so he he's used to one way communication he's performing and audience is listening he's he's not so much small talk i'm more that guy right. I, I like talking to people i like being social i'm more like my mom um, yeah. and so I, I don't think live streaming is his thing, unfortunately, but I could definitely see him doing some kind of podcast stuff. We've been talking about, you know, maybe doing some kind of like possum lake radio station or, you know, some, some yeah. kind of thing that, that I would be involved in as well. And some of the old guys from the show would lend their voices to every once in a while and kind of keep that going. So, I mean, we'll see. And it's, we'll it's, see. you know, I think for me, like my, one of my favorite things about streaming is like, I get to. I get to, uh, I, I, I've always had a dream of doing something like this, right? So the, right. this idea that I could wake up in the middle of the night with an idea and then, and then see it through to fruition, like the next morning without mm-hmm. having to go through and like, you know, signing yeah. up for an open mic or, or, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a, yeah. no, that's also the hardest part. Cause like you'll say a yeah. joke or something if you're for a comedian or some, somebody who's feeding off of the audience there's yeah. like chat delay you can't see yeah. facial expression you I can't know. hear laughs you know, know you just say things and, <laughs> and tough, you, right? you look over at chat 
hoping to God <laughs> that like someone's laughing yeah. and you they're see they're talking about a movie or something. Yeah, and like, you see like one LOL emote go up and you're like, yes. You know what I mean? Like it's really it. hard. You're right. And yeah, like it's hard. Yeah. Well, you know, just to equate that to the show, I mean, the first couple seasons, there was no live audience. And interesting. Okay. That's... Once, the, once, once the live audience came in, the show instantly got better. Yeah. In my opinion. You know, part of it was a, a lot of the guys in the show. I mean, my dad had grown up being in a band, but some of the, the other uh, cast were, were, they came from stand up comedy or they came from Second City, which is like an improv uh, show. And so they were used to the energy of and the response of a crowd. The crowd told you, you know, how long to wait. They t- you know, and comedy is all about timing, right? Sure, and, yeah. and so there's this real, a live audience is irreplaceable in term in terms of performance and that's something twitch can be tricky about because you're not you have to be convinced whatever you're doing is funny yeah and like that's why clips i think are so powerful or like being able to go back and watch things like because i can show that to my friends in real life or like you know like i can see like i'll show clips to like yeah like anzavino watched a clip the other day of my channel and laughed in real life when no one else didn't chat and right. it, I, you know i don't know it's weird like there's just but it is it's definitely like all about all about timing and i grew up playing in bands too i grew up pl- playing the drums and piano and i think hmm. twitch is it, twitch gives when you play it in a band there's there's always there's there's like getting better for the common good there's like you know mm. writing songs and and doing stuff like that twitch feels kind of like um like a like a one-man band kind of sort of mm. like you you're, you're in charge of a production and like uh like like you set up that scene transition with the gas can that blows up <laughs> right. i love stuff like that that's my favorite my least favorite so part proud. of my least favorite part of streaming on twitch and i think a lot of i think a lot of streamers would think this way is actually streaming my my, right. my favorite part is setting it up <laughs> could someone else just do it because i just want to see how awesome this goes yeah yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. like i'll just set yeah. up your stream for you sort of thing <laughs> that's i yeah. like you know it's like the um my wife always says that like uh i enjoy things until like i it's like the project is is the yeah. fun part yeah once it makes it to a certain level you want to let it go and start the next thing exactly exactly yeah. and i don't know yeah. if that's just and that's why like with the red green show i've always like that's in the red green show it's a lot of that like i think yeah you know how he puts little things together and like <laughs> makes like a forklift out of a old yeah. cadillac and things like yeah like like that's how i that's how it feels around here like for me i'm yeah jerry rigging things together and <laughs> Well, I would imagine, I mean, there are a ton of people trying to stream out there and the production quality on most streams is not very good. So, I mean, I come from a television background, not that I'm super technical or whatever. And my stream is awful in terms of like, no, you have like a set how like snazzy it is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have like cool effects. And uh, so I'm like, you know, if, if you, if you like doing that, I've, I bet there's a market for that. I mean, maybe, yeah. Like, bet, come know? set up your room and your audio and stuff. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's it's I bet there is. It's fun. It's fun to see. You know, like I had, and it all changed for me personally when I got a room to do it in. I used to stream out of the mm. living room because we right. couldn't afford a 
two bedroom apartment. We had to live in one right. one bedroom apartment. So like the fact that I now have this, you know, the streams have been doing a room. well and like I was able to we were able to get a place that has a whole room dedicated to I actually just I actually just got a garage a couple of days ago. So I have a whole oh, garage baby. as well. It's on now. Yeah, it's got a couch in there. <laughs> I set up my electric drum set in there. Yeah, like it's okay. It's a whole garage. So yeah, I mean I don't know. Started from the bottom. Started from the bottom, and now we're here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh boy. So no, That's back awesome. back to you. Like, so I, you know, I, these. I, I hope I hope I'm not annoying you with these questions. No, that, no, no. I've always been curious, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if a family member is. Uh, of uh, you know uh, famous like mm. would 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 you guys be recognized like when when you went grocery shopping or like when you went out to dinner like was that an everyday thing yeah like you just really yeah. was it was it is it true when people say like you really you can't really like go anywhere without getting i i, I guess like harassed yeah and i mean you know I think we have to keep everything in perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We might give my dad various letters in terms of what level of celebrity he is. Right, right. But, you know, this is not Brad Pitt we're talking about. Sure, sure. But but it is someone who, if you've seen the show, even in passing, he's very recognizable. The beard, you know, it's, it's a very kind of specific look he has. He's not just a generic looking guy on a show that you might not recognize. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And for so me, it's his voice. His voice. I could recognize yeah. his voice out of a well, g- crowd. Well, that's not his real voice. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he that's he puts on that voice. I you know, I feel like I recognize I saw an interview he did. Yep. And I I I thought he had just I thought it was just because maybe he wasn't maybe he had gotten a little bit older since Right, right. But okay, so his voice is it lower than because his voice is kind of high pitched and he kind of does this, you know, like this like little. Yeah, it's not. It's not, he, he's trying to sound gruffer. Right. Okay. So his his voice, his real voice is smoother. I, I'm not sure about sort of pitch. Right. Uh, I, I always think the red green voice is low and then his regular voice is high. But okay. I don't know. Sure. But um, or higher. But yeah. Yeah. It's 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 markedly different. I remember when we used to do the um, the live tapings of the show. Um, probably like I didn't, you know, the show was kind of my summer job, right. Through like high school and stuff, even, even middle school, I would be on set sometimes for the outdoor stuff. I I wasn't really in CH in the studio too much, but if they went out to shoot something, I would be out at Nash farm or wherever they were filming. Cool. But But it wasn't until the later seasons that I was, um, more involved because you know now i'm in my 20s like i can act i can actually help yeah (laughs) as opposed to just carry a sandbag or whatever but um so i wrote for the show the last three years and i i hosted the live taping so we would have you know 250 people in the audience and i'd go out with a microphone and kind of talk to the people in between while they're setting up the next scene kind of thing oh and i remember yeah i remember my dad would come out and uh at the start and people would go bonkers like it wasn't the opening of the show it was like before the show he'd come to meet the crowd kind of thing yeah and they'd go ballistic and he would sing one of his uh he does these like poem and poem and campfire songs he would sing a song as red green and they everyone would know the words and it it was hilarious and then he would start talking in his regular steve smith voice (laughs) and it was like it was like uh you know somebody just killed mickey mouse or something i don't yeah. know it just felt like there was always the people were like what yeah this is not well, who's this guy yeah bring out bring out red 
I mean, so, I'm, I'm extremely pissed funny. off. Yeah, I no, think we I, should I, cancel justifiably this. Justifiably so. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 super interesting. So you wrote you you I knew that. So what did you have like a writing? Did you do table reads? Did you do like radio plays, or did you just give him a script? Like what what did that process look like? Well, so I think I started writing for the show around the time that I basically failed out of university because I didn't actually like to attend classes. Yeah. I mean, that's, and yeah. And I was like, okay, like this, this, I, I guess I'm not gonna be a businessman after all. Yeah. Darn, um, bummer. So, but I had been uh, writing some stuff and doing some creative stuff with the group on campus. And so that had interested me. So I was like, dad, I was like, I really want to kind of get into writing or stuff maybe you could help me that's something you know you you know how to do that yeah and he was like he's like okay well why don't you write a red green script and i and you know when you're 19 20 you know and it's your dad's tv show you know i was like i don't why why would i waste my creativity on the red green show like are you are you freaking kidding me yeah but okay okay, to you your dad ran a summer camp yeah. And like, you, like you wanted to be you wanted to be a pr- uh, professor or something. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was re- I was I was rebelling by I'm going to be corporate corporate America. Sure, you know, sure. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, OK, I'll write for the red green show. Yeah. So I I wrote a script for it and he read it. and He was like, I, I still remember he he was like, OK, he's like, the good news is you're funny. You think funny and you come up with things that are funny. He's like, the bad news is you have absolutely no idea how to write a script yeah like this like from a structural standpoint this is terrible <laughs> right so and he's like and we don't we don't make these like i'd made i guess i had pushed the envelope there was too much drinking and what violence and all that stuff too. So he's like <laughs> he's like we gotta we, we we stay out of these bounds kind yeah of thing. so i was like okay but but it was encouraging that he felt I was funny enough because he was sort of like, I can't teach that, but I can teach the other stuff. Right. So then basically um, I sort of wrote things and gave them to him, you know, over the course of maybe that next year, year and a half. Um, and he would tell me what was wrong with it. He would, he told me what he knew about writing structure, the structures that he used. He made me watch episodes of the show or skits of the show and identify the beats that he was talking about, the rhythms that he was talking about. And I, I, I don't know if, if I really learned how to write anything else, but I learned how to write red green. Yeah. So, uh, so that eventually I'd submitted enough stuff that was decent enough that um, the third to last season, I was a contributing writer for the show. And then the last two seasons, I was a, a full show writer. That's and awesome. it, it, yeah, and it was, there wasn't really um, like you would, the process was you would, I would come up with ideas. And I think the process was different for some of the other writers. Like some of the other writers on the show were 20 years older than me and established. And my dad had already figured out how to work with them. The way that I had to do it was I would submit ideas to my dad every week. He would throw back things that he that he thought had a chance to make it as a script. Then I would write the script for that. I would send it to him. He would rewrite it. Then he would send it to all the other writers, including me. Everyone would get a chance to rewrite that, send it back to him, and he would get the final chance to rewrite it. And th- and those rewrites actually happen with everybody. So if Rick right. Green wrote a script or Pat McKenna wrote a script or whoever, my dad would rewrite it and then send it to the rest of us. And we so basically everything that got on the TV um, had a everyone had a kick at the can at it. 
Got it. Um, and then, and then essentially that, then the, the next step was when we did the live tapings, we had two audiences. We had a 7 p.m. show and a 9 p.m. show. So the 7 p.m. show, which I would be at, you know, doing the live hosting, I'd also, me and the other writers would be listening and looking at the audience. And the jokes that didn't work, we had 30 minutes between the tapings to rewrite or maybe just reorder yeah. uh, the jokes in a script to make it better. Interesting. Um, and so we would have a writer's meeting with my dad between each taping and kind of punch up the script where it needed to get punched up. So the morning, so I, and they were the, it was the same show twice a day. It was the, the same show, 7 PM and 9 PM. And, uh, yeah. And two, so two different audiences. So the 7 PM was kind of a little bit more, uh, yeah, it was the warm up. It was the warm up. It was kind of the, yeah. the, and then the, then you were hoping by the end, by the end of the 9 PM, yeah. everything had landed. Everything landed. We knew what we were doing. Awesome. You know, the, the, the audience tells you what's funny and what's not. Yeah. You know, we would you'd write something and think, OK, there's three jokes in a row here. The third one's got to be the best. That's the best one. Put it there. And then the audience would laugh at the second one for five minutes and then not care about the third one. So then we would just change the order. I yeah. mean, they're 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 always right. So, yeah, no doubt. I mean, you're right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's super interesting. I, I don't know if you know, like I, I do. I work on a cartoon I've used yeah i've seen yeah. it man yeah so you I guys do a great job well thank you i can't go into too much detail about it but it was sold i don't know if you if i ever told oh, you that. I, you mentioned something about that yeah okay. yeah so like now that's crazy that's script, good right yeah it's a good thing the um yeah the script gets written and then it gets sent off and then we and then they receive it back with like revisions and then you know uh but through the whole process i've really come to um, respect like it's the same sort of thing with with uh, not like vul like keeping it clean I guess so mm. to speak like it's tough it's very tough and yeah and I don't it's way know, tougher right it's it's exactly and I think uh I'm not I'm sure you remember the movie Napoleon Dynamite like that was yes. a very clean movie yeah. And I've always had a lot of respect for it because it's uh, to me, it was extremely funny and like it was yes. very clean and it was very different. And I think the 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 Red Green shows the same way. It's clean. It's very clean and it's very, it's funny. very clean. It, it doesn't need to be anything. And I think a lot of times like when, you know, like manly man, you know, they're getting drunk and yeah. smoke, you know, and yeah. shooting the nailing chicks. Exactly. Right. And like it doesn't yeah. need to be like that. No. And um, no, there's something there's something childlike about it still kind of this, you know, I mean, it's it's little rascals, you know, just in a grown up, you know, the, the guys are all 40. Oh, you totally. Know? So, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, no. That's that's yeah. I wish more. Uh, I wish there was more. It's and I think it makes it instantly like nostalgic kind of in a way like, yeah, it makes it an instant classic because it's so, you know, you can watch it with your kids and like there's little nods where like mom and dad are looking at each other <laughs> laughing and then like the kids yeah. over there like laughing, you know, but doesn't know what mom and dad are laughing at. And it's yeah. like it's kind of but not not over the top. I, I don't know. I've always really appreciated that. And like we're, you know, it's one of the. <sighs> I never knew how hard it was to write a mm. script or how hard it was to to say lines that are believable. I never knew how hard it was like 
I never knew I never knew what went into um a production like that and it's it's a it's a lot of work and it's you know mm. to do it every we've only me and those guys have only done like six episodes now we three are in the in the pipe but like it's that's taken us six is a lot man it's taken us a very long time you know it's just me and a couple other guys but um to just to do 300 episodes is (laughs) well i really applaud that you're doing that man because i i really feel like you know we're in a we're in a place just sort of culturally where everyone views themselves as an audience member, you know, we, 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 we're, we're all sort of critics. It's all about what's your, what's your reaction to this thing everyone's looking at. And, um, there's, uh, that is, is not a great environment for people to be feel free to be creative in. So a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of times we, uh, we, we stop doing things before we even start them because we can already tell what the, how heavily it's going to be criticized. So I really respect any amount of creativity and taking that step and going for it. Uh, I think that's important and, uh, and, and that's good. And I agree with you. I think sticking to sort of PG, with comedy is really hard. It's, there's a reason why not a lot of people do it. You know, you, it's easier to get laughs um, the other way. But yeah, I mean, the, 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 the funniest people, though, you know, even if they're totally blue or they're totally not, you know, they're not just saying the F word and getting laughs. They're they're funny. They're funny. <laughs> you know? They breathe but, yeah. it. They like. Yeah. I, for me, the funniest people are the people who don't even know they're funny yeah. or, or play it on play that character. Right. Like, yeah, the straight straight dry <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. my dad's the same my dad like we, <laughs> he's a logger boy you know like grew up in a he goes hunting and fishing and stuff and he does the funniest things and doesn't even doesn't even realize it and i don't know like it's <laughs> it's uh i yeah yeah i don't well, know my, da- my dad always my dad always said uh like wh- where he learned he was funny was in school where you know he'd be in class as a kid and he he would just say things that he saw this is how he saw those things and people would laugh yeah and so he learned that his point of view was funny but he he didn't mean it to be right but he found out that his point of view was and so he just he's just used that to his advantage essentially but that's he's saying it how he sees it you know right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the the um when people can take I don't know about you, but like I will be I'll experience uh, something in life that I think is funny. And I I don't I'll like jot the memory down on my phone so that I can read it to somebody later on to see what their reaction of it is. I don't know why I've always I literally have always done that. And um, I I think like the regurgitation of something that a life experience or like it might be funny in your mind and that's great and you'll laugh to yourself, but there's a lot of skill involved in getting it back out to where it's just as funny on, on the output. Yes. And like, that's, that's really hard to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Storytelling is a big thing, but you're right. Sort of figuring out what about a story is going to be universally funny versus specifically funny is very, is very important. And it, you you got to you got to let go of something 
if you're trying to make some make money off something being universally funny, <laughs> but you can't, you have, you're so proud of the specificness of it that you don't let go of it. It doesn't work, you know? So you, you've got to be able to, to swallow that and, and go with what is actually going to work. <laughs> right. You know? Even if, even yeah. if you think it's not going to be as funny. Yeah. Like but, but if, if you, if you understand how it's, how it's going to be funny to more people, then that's okay. Yeah. But I mean, you know, ha- having said that too, you also, you have to do stuff that you think is funny. I, I always, you know, I talked about the, the audience is never wrong. The only audience member who you absolutely know whether they think it's funny or not is you. Right. So if you're, if, if you're not passing the only for sure test, you know, the, the response to, um, that's a problem. And I think, you know, you know, my dad's show, he used to say, you know, it's like the flu, not everybody gets it. Yeah, and yeah. there was, there's a lot of people who don't like the show right. and that's fine. But the people who like it really like it. And I think they really like it. They only have that opportunity because he really likes it. And so if you have a similar sense of humor to him, you're going to really like it too. Whereas if you're a creative person doing something creative and you're not sure you really like it, that's, there's a chance no one will. <laughs> that's true. You know? And then like, so, that's going to die really quickly. Yeah. Do you think that your do you think that your dad ever um it's hard to like I know do you think that people started maybe loving the character more mm. than anything else like yeah, more than him maybe or like like Red Green sort of swallowed Steve Smith in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. like I I often times wonder if if people um like uh i think of say like do you ever think that jim carrey will ever not be the mask you know like that sort of thing like right but he had multiple you know your dad had a very specific very like very yeah very uh dialed in personality on tv did did he ever want to do something different yeah i mean um did he ever want to like go into like go to Hollywood and like try to be like a mainstream actor? Was he just always like, you know, I'm just going to do red green. Yeah. I mean, he, Hmm. So, you know, it's a bit different. It's a bit different than like the Jim Carrey or some, or someone else who, you know, this person, you know, now Mark Hamill is just Luke Skywalker tough to be Mark Hamill because that's all you ever are to us. Right. Right. But, my dad created red green. So red green came from him. You know, there's more to my dad than red green, but all of red green is in my dad. So, so, um, for people to love the character means you at least love a part of my dad. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, 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 so that, you know, that's helpful to him in, in that sense, but I definitely get the sense from him that, uh, I mean, I don't think he would do a one man tour as Steve Smith the comic right i don't think he i don't think he thinks it would be that great or he doesn't think people would come or whatever but he this character worked and he's sticking with what's working yeah and and i and i don't i don't know how strong a desire he has to sort of prove that i could do it without red you know like he's gonna be jerry seinfeld and write all new stuff (laughs) yeah yeah. or whatever but uh, I don't know if that if he has anything left him to left in him to prove creatively because hey he created this but um, well and I don't think he didn't start out as a stand up comic right like no. he, he started out as a performer right. it sounds like and 
Yes. And like the red green, red green is a performance. It just happens to be, um, it's, it's, I feel like red green, I feel like red is, uh, like the slate and what comes out of his mouth is what's like maybe painted on it. And like, there's no sense in changing. Like it'd be one thing if he said the same jokes every single day and it was like a thing. So yeah, I get that. That maybe that happens. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you if, if you know three three good jokes, just keep telling them. Right. right? And, that, that, <laughs> yeah. and then the learns, audience hasn't caught up yet. Learn yeah, Spanish so or French, and you just say them all over again. <laughs> but yeah, no, I get it. Like that's. But I remember, I remember early on though. You know, season three, season four. So I think it was that early. Um, my dad was in LA for something and he, he met with some big high agency, the William, William Morris agency, maybe okay. I can't remember the exact name. So it, it's something like that. And it's apparently some, you know, it's big not thing. Illuminati, but it's like that kind of like, they're this, they're, they're behind, you know, they, uh, my dad met like the head, the top guys there yeah. and they brought out a big like this big book and showed my dad the, the pages of the, the previous talent that had signed with it. And it was wow. like Laurel, Laurel and Hardy and like these kind of classic people from, you know, my, from when my dad was a kid or whatever. And yeah. my dad was like, Oh my gosh, like I made it. Like I'm going to sign this and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be, you know, what I'm going to have my own sitcom and I'm going to make billions of, I'm going to be printing money. Yeah. But, uh, but it didn't work out that way. He signed it and then nothing really happened. So, yeah. but, but um i think he learned a bit from that that it was like you know my dad always used to say to me when i was a kid there's no free lunch you know it's these, true. These, there's, there's like just anything you get you got to work for if something seems too good to be true it is right. and uh i think that was a little bit of a salivating moment for him and then a and then a reminder of oh yeah this is back to work yeah well and, i mean it's and, like it's they're they're definitely getting something out of you like yeah yeah and, and and maybe they signed 15 guys today right and right. two of them make become big stars and you never heard of the other 13 and that's just that's just the machine well i'll tell you dude when i did the trash planet thing i got a check from beverly hills and oh. i went into the bank and cashed it and asked for it back and framed it <laughs> like, rolling that like my, a celebrity yeah like yeah. that was my that i know exactly what that feels like uh, to a degree right like did you write 90210 on it? <laughs> yeah, no? yeah, no. But like, <laughs> okay, it was good. like a, it was like a, I felt like I got something from Hollywood. I felt like yeah. I got something from, from the Mecca, you know? And like, yeah. But they, they, do they sent out, they probably sent out 4,000 of those checks <laughs> that day, you know? Like it was, yeah. Yeah. But the, I think, I think your reaction is good though. It's, you all, it's, it, you, you, it's special to you. That's yeah. a special moment in oh, your totally. life. And that's good to celebrate that. My dad remembers visiting those guys. That was special for him. For sure. You know, and, and they, the, the head of that agency, even though nothing ever really happened from it, said to my dad, he's like, you know, these people, I, these fans, they like your show, but I think it's, it's because they like you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, they, they, they can see you through the writing and the performing on the show and they like you and that's why it works. And even though nothing else came from the, you know, my dad never didn't become, didn't move to LA, but that, that, that was important to him moving forward. Oh yeah. That's what this is. You know, it was kind of an affirmation from some, some high up person. And, uh, I think that helped him, you know, so it's it, these things, it's not like they can't, 
impact us for good. It's oh, just sure. not, it's not, not often in the, in the way we, we think it's going to. I don't, I would say that it's, it would, it's an anomaly if they happen the way you think they're going to. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, in like, it's, it's. Well, where's the fun in that? Right. Exactly. And like your dad, I think that's a perfect like kind of way to, to remember it. I mean, like people, I personally can't i i i can't remember besides the the like the slow or the um you know i'm, I'm a man <laughs> and i can change if i want to yes. you know like i yes. remember that but yeah. i remember your dad more than <clears throat> i don't remember a specific line i just remember right. your dad like that's yeah. super important like that's and i think yeah that's what i think that's why it was such a good show i yeah. don't and i don't think you can say that a lot about a lot of shows i think that the I think that that's why it was the this the success that it was. I think is because you're because 100 percent your your dad. Yeah, which no, is really thank, cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's nice of you to say. Yeah. yeah, of course. I think yeah. that that's a. I think that's that's a super special thing. My dad, I'm sure, has impacted some people's lives probably a little bit more negatively than positively. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding, but like, you know, like my dad has had that too. You know, in the in the. Uh, I, dads have and I think as me me as a man and I'm sure that you'd agree like you can't really ask for more I can't you know I get to stream mm. every day you get to stream uh, you mm. know like all I could really ask for is that I have a fraction of that impact I don't want I don't yeah. I don't want people to remember me for the games that I play yeah I want people to remember me for me and like your dad successfully lived that and like that's all yes. that we can ask for is like in this space you know yeah no i i agree and and that happens there's no like shortcut to that or you know it's yeah. it happens by every day uh being good to people and being honest about where you are and ask them honestly where they are and see what happens i mean i i think that's what you do i think that's why you have uh, a, such a cool community on twitch is because you've set that tone about you actually care about the people in the room and well, thanks, you know yeah i mean but that's i mean that's all you could do right you know and, and that's, you, you light the fire and see who comes around to roast marshmallows <laughs> today and what kind of conversation happens and keep making your jokes because for every one lol in chat you gotta imagine <laughs> yeah. there's thousands oh thousands, thousands laughing. millions yeah. millions <laughs> yeah i mean that was the whole basis for this this idea right like i i said it earlier in the first and i said it in the first this is the second one that i've done i in the first uh i guess like interview that i did um always so i wasn't your i wasn't your first you're choice, my second so. no you yeah, okay. I'll silver's pretty good i'm canadian silver is a win where i come from dave you're not okay. setting me up for a win at all okay <laughs> like i can't there's i can't back anyway so what i told him was like all you ever hear is interviews of famous people or of people you know like everybody is so unique and everybody has their own story mm. and their own life and like that's all i want this little project to be is i just want to hear as many stories as i as i possibly can and like i think it makes me a better person i think you know, it's and it's just it's it's proving to be extremely interesting. Like we don't need to. I think a huge problem in this world is that no one talks to each other. Everyone right. just assumes, you know, like, yeah. Oh, that guy's a jerk. Well, like, you don't know anything about him. 
you know, like I he got is cut, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I got <laughs> Let's cut figure out why I got cut off the other day, and I said things about the person who cut me off. Yeah. That would make my grandfather turn over in his grave. <laughs> and like, I don't know that person, you know, like, and that's just, I don't know. It's important. I think it's important that we, we have conversations. We talk. Yeah. The, the, the forums, the public forums are getting smaller and smaller form, right? It's, it's, I don't even read the articles anymore. It's just the sound bites. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and there's something interesting to me about how long form Twitch can be, you know, yeah. now it does, it does tend to only be one person talking in terms of actually speaking, but people stick around and chat. You can end up having a pretty long drawn out conversation about something. And one thing I think a lot of people enjoy what I enjoy, I should say, cause I speak for myself. I'm the audience. I know yeah. uh, I enjoy seeing in a Twitch channel because um, it feels like we have time to do that. You know, there's the, it, there's this sense of we can be here together for a while. And um, yeah, I think people I think people miss that in regular everyday culture. You know, I don't, I don't even want to go in the into the store anymore. I want to do the drive through. I don't want to talk to the bank person. Is the bank machine open? I don't want to deal with people. But then at the end of the day, you kind of. Oh, wait a second. I haven't talked to anyone in four days. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Twitch provides that, you know. So it's it's there's a reason why it's popular. You know, it's more than just, wow, Shroud shoots everybody in the head. He's amazing. It, there's there's a lot more to it than that. Totally. I, I think from yeah. what I take from Twitch is um, I, I don't know if you know this. I started streaming on Twitch because I, I just I was horribly depressed. I was drinking a very heavy amount. Um, hmm. I couldn't. I didn't know that. I had almost lost my job because I just I was so you know, I'd gained weight. And so like, I didn't want to go to work because I didn't want someone to see me that I might know. And then it just turned into this like snowball mm. effect of just anxiety and panic. And I it had gotten to the point where like I had, I yeah, I'd go days and days and days without ever talking to somebody or seeing someone. And uh, I got on, I don't know what I, happened. I got on Twitch. I don't, I didn't use a camera. I just used a mic. And um, hmm. this guy came in and, and laughed at something that I said. And that was like four years ago. Wow. And like that, I mean, and it it completely saved my marriage. I can, you know, it, I like I started being able to go out and do stuff. It just gave me this self-confidence that hmm. I and I was the guy who played in bands. I, you know, I was the yeah. photographer. I was and then I don't know what there was a dark period there. In my mid twenties, um, where I just went off the grid, I lost almost all my friends, and Twitch brought it all back. And I'm, wow. I'm consider myself completely out of that now. And I've always kind of just thought that if I could, if I'm mm. going through that, there's probably yeah tons of other people going through that. And if you know, I can, um, if somebody can align with that feeling, uh, then I and 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 I'm able to, I don't know, help them get out of that, then, then that's, and so far, do you, ever have, do you ever have someone come into chat and say something and you're like, oh my gosh, that's me four years ago. All like, the time. Yeah. All the time. And it's all, it's always excuses, right? Like, um, somebody would come in and be like, people, you know, I, I've, I've had people come in and say, uh, you know, I, I, um, I lost my job or I, I lost mm. my girlfriend and it's, 
and it's or I lost this or uh mm-hmm. or not that's it's it's mm-hmm. always like I haven't um I'm sad and I'm lonely mm-hmm. and I get it right like I get that I I mm-hmm. 100% understand that and it I was always sad and lonely because of something that like I, because I was mm-hmm. because of something somebody else did to me or, or something like that. And like, right. Um, it wasn't until I got OBS and started streaming. That was kind of my like effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, as weirdly as, as odd as that sounds like it, when, when you're at the lowest point, it, it seems to be that if you make a little bit of effort, you get like two times back right right and then like if you make a little bit more you get six times you know and like and it Mm. it's not always that way but i don't know i i I never really i don't really think about this much anymore it's just like i uh i i i'm in a spot now that i i never like i've i would dream about being as open and like passionate about something as i am now five years Mm. ago I, I, I'm like living it. I feel like I'm, I, the, I've been full time on Twitch now for the last two years and it's felt like I've been on summer break every day. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Two years. Two years. crazy. Two years. And like, I'm nothing crazy, you know, like it's just, but it's been enough to, I, 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 I pay lights are on. all my bills. I pay my student loans. I save money. I have money in my savings account. Like it's been great. It's been absolutely, yeah. it's been absolutely great. I take every day. Uh, I'm so lucky to to get to do it every day right and i think we all are i think i'm very lucky that i'm getting to sit here and like talk to you about that it's just yeah it's cool you are lucky you I get am, to talk to me i'm super lucky yeah i'll send you i'll, I'll send you your check <laughs> but no man like it's good it's good I, I i'm sure your dad i'm sure your dad or and you or, or you know do you ever just sit and go like man i had a freaking cool life definitely Super lucky. Yeah. Super blessed. It's Love ab- it. Absolutely. And and yeah. there's shit days, you know, the crappy days. Sure. Excuse me. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> I mean, there, there are bad days, you know, bad weeks, sometimes bad months. You know, like my mom's going in for an open heart surgery on the 7th. It yeah, was man. supposed to be today. They pushed it back until the 7th because she caught a cold and stuff. But um, I don't know. In the long run, I think I think we're both super lucky people. I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say <laughs> other than that. I agree. Well, cool, man. Thank you so much for being at the, for being on this. We're right at that hour mark. Um, nice. I don't, do you want to, I mean, please feel free to, to, where can, where can, uh, where can we find you? Oh, uh, it'll all well, be yeah. in the description and everything as well. Of the, okay. On YouTube yeah. and stuff. So stream at, uh, Twitch TV slash Red Green Junior. We do lodge meetings, which is like uh, episodes of the show Sunday nights. And then throughout the week, every once in a while, I'll drop in and do uh, some gaming or something as well. So any games yeah, that you're super excited about right now? Um, well, I mean, Daisy has been my game for years. Yeah. So I just finally uh, started branching out a little bit. And it's so refreshing to play games that they kind of work like you you know, you do stuff and like you don't fall yeah. through the stairs or <laughs> yeah, just yeah. blow up or whatever. I'm like, well, this is a, these are amazing. Have you seen these games? Yeah. So, um, but I tend to, 
I tend to like a little bit uh, like Daisy's kind of a long form slow game, right? So right. I, I tend to like that. I like Hunter Call of the Wild is the kind of game I'm playing right now. That's a great game, man. Yeah, it's, uh, so it's, it's beautiful. Fun. I don't know why. I mean, I live in a lovely place where I could walk outside <laughs> and see trees. I get it. But for some reason, I love playing video games that make me feel like I'm outside. I get but it. But I man. can still be in my pajamas. So Daisy um, is based in Oregon. I swear. I live in Oregon. I, oh, there it's you go. Identical. I to that game, even though the game is you know, it's beautiful in Russia and stuff. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, I totally. The blue get sky that. and the you see the yeah, I just I love it. And Hunter gives me those same vibes. I enjoy the long dark. Um, I played PUBG quite a bit. It was kind of a step out of it for me, where it was like a bit of a faster like battle royale kind of game. But yeah. I, I really uh, I really enjoyed shooting things to the uh, daisy you can play for seven hours and not see anybody so it's sometimes it's nice to play a game where uh that's not a problem right 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 yeah Absolutely. but I'm, I'm interested in outer worlds right now i've always i really like the fallout games back in the day and, oh you'll uh, love it man i put in so, seven hours yeah. into that it's great oh really yeah 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 i was a little follow 76 i was excited about it, and then it it came and I was just like I don't know it's just not the same you know? there's I no think, dialogue I, in it it's really, you have to I, read everything so, yeah I'm like did you think I wasn't going to notice you know right. like it's just crazy so I think I'm just looking forward to the next you know whatever the next uh, Elder Scrolls single player game is whatever yes. the next Fallout single player game is but uh, Outer Worlds for sure is caught my eye right now I'd say for sure yeah awesome well cool man yeah I think we're going to try to jump into uh, some DayZ with Dangs tonight if you're interested oh yeah, baby i don't know i don't know i don't we're gonna see music to my see. ears yeah, yeah. Okay. all right all man. Right. well hey thank you so much um this is this was a blast i i loved hearing your story i'm sorry i talked about your dad so much but you know that's all right not sorry Everybody, fine you're a huge part you're you're a huge <laughs> part of that so so thank Thanks, you man. i really really appreciate it and um and yeah i will uh i will catch you out on twitch i'll let you know when this goes up thanks bruce appreciate right. it man thank you have a great rest of your night you too bye All right. Thank you uh, so much for listening. That was an absolute blast. Um, I will. Uh, I'll remember. I'll remember this one. Um, make sure you check out Red Green. Uh, he obviously an, a very an awesome guy. Um, and yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, please hit me up. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, throw them in the throw them down in the comments of the YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Bruce Cooper. Make sure you follow Red Green uh, Jr. Twitch.tv forward slash Red Green Jr. Um, please follow him. He is absolutely incredible. If you've never seen the Red Green Show, go check it out when he streams every, on, on Sundays. Uh, he streams Red Green Show on Sundays. Um, yeah, thanks again. Take care of yourselves. Be good to one another. Treat each other right. Do not work too hard this week. Uh, and yeah, I'll catch you on the next podcast. Thank you and bye-bye.